Welcome back to tonight's intermission report. Merrimack in Northeastern uh, here tonight at J. Tom Lawler Rink. And joining us here actually chatting before the game, it is Rob Runnick, the longtime outstanding voice, radio voice of the Northeastern Huskies. And, Rob, first of all, uh, eight games into the season here, just about a quarter of the way through the schedule. Huskies find themselves at 4-3-1, and 1-2 one, uh, one in league play. Play some pretty tough games, you know, three against a very good UMass team, some games out at St. Cloud State. Uh, where is this Northeastern team right now? Well, Mike, first of all, thanks for having me on. And, John, uh, Northeastern is like a lot of schools in Hockey East and college hockey now and that they're very young. Uh, This is happening all over the place. Uh, Kids are going pro early. They're leaving. Coaches have to get used to that. And um, it... I think we'll see different play after the first of the year than now, although as Northeastern coach Jim Madigan says, he may have talked to you about it, that they've are, this is the 10th game of the year. There's only 34 in the regular season, so a large portion of the season is already underway. It's true. Uh, Craig Pantano joined the Huskies this year, graduate transfer from Merrimack uh, from afar. Seems like he's off to a pretty good start. Uh, I think only one goal in each of his first three games. How's he look to you? He's played great, and he. you told me about him in the offseason that we'd enjoy, Northeastern would enjoy watching him play. That, that, that economy of movement, the good style, square to shots, doesn't panic, uh, very coordinated back there with his defensemen, which is important when they're delivering pucks and and moving them back and forth uh, at the goal line and behind. And he's been a big reason why Northeastern is 4-3-1. Caden Primo turned pro in the offseason, a big reason why Northeastern was able to bring in Craig Pantano and have him play right away. But you, know, you mentioned the youth on this roster. Um, with the number of, of players that are getting acclimated to Division One hockey and being relied on, I guess, you know, in front of Craig Pantano, I, I imagine that it really helps to have a guy like him who's been through the ringer and, and knows what it's all about. Agree, because all these freshmen are a work in progress, and some of them are good, and they're all different. Aiden McDonough came in, good hands, big, strong kid, and uh, they put him on the first power play unit, where I think he'll be tonight. Uh, T.J. Walsh got a Rookie of the Week honor in Hockey East already, and then... And they've got a bunch of defensemen who are freshmen. And so Ryan Shea has to kind of be the, the avuncular man back there, kind of leading them through uh, the tumult of which is college hockey. Uh Another guy that I noticed on defense, Jordan Harris, he looked good last year, off to a great start again. I mean, I remember his dad, Peter, playing not only for UMass Lowell back in the 80s, but also Haverhill High School. Uh, You know, this is a hockey family, obviously, and uh, he's one of the leaders on defense for Northeastern. Yeah, some of these uh, kids who come from these great families where the dad where the mother is an athlete and the dad plays, uh, had played hockey, played a sport, and Jordan Harris is one of those good guys. And, you know, real good hands and real good head, uh, heady guy. You won't see him out of position very often. How do you see this Northeastern team developing through the season, and where can they be? I mean, you're talking about the defending hockey's tournament champions and NCAA tournament appearance. I mean, can they get back to that this year? Well, we'll see. They Last week uh, they played UMass out in Amherst and at Northeastern and played them in a game earlier in the season, too. And they lost two really good players, including the uh, Hobie Baker winner, Makar, and uh, they look like they may be, at this point anyway, the best team in the league. And uh, Northeastern may be just part of that next group, which which could turn out to be 10 schools. Yeah. How about Tyler Madden? Uh, he's a guy that I, I thought maybe after last year was ready to kind of, you know, ma- 
take over this team? You know, is it too soon for that, or, or you know, is he at that point yet? Well, he has a lot of confidence, and uh, he really marries the skill of the the hands and the head and the and the tape on the stick. You know, it's like one, and he's such a good player. And I think the players are relying on him, and he is very young. He's only 19 years old, uh, remember, uh, but. He's going to have to be a leader, and so far, so good. When you look around the league, you've seen UMass, obviously, as you said. Uh, actually, all three of the Huskies League games have been against UMass so far. They've got them out of the way. But uh, if anything, looking at some of the other clubs from afar, what jumps out at you? What's surprising, either good or bad? I'll tell you one thing we're looking forward to is a battle next weekend of the grad year goaltenders with Harvard's former lackey at uh, goal for Providence and Northeastern with uh, your former goaltender Craig Pantano so that's part of a new world and uh, I I wouldn't pay much attention to the standings in Hockey East at this point I think it'll all be jumbled as we go along. Rob you guys are going over to uh, Northern Ireland again making your second uh, trip over there Uh, I can imagine that's got to be a real thrill for the guys to get back there and they're going to play UNH who's going over for the first time yeah, it's a, the, the players come back and they talk about the experience, uh, meeting the people there, learning about the culture, going into schools, talking to students, as well as playing the games. It's a, it's a cultural, it's an academic, and it's an athletic experience. And Northeastern loved doing it before, and they're looking forward to going back again in a few weeks. Well, how do you see this matchup this weekend? As you mentioned, both very young teams here. Uh, the, the thing that's going to get the most attention, obviously, is Craig Pantano facing his former team. But uh, how else do you see this? Well, Greasock is back for you guys. And I know you have 12 freshmen dressing in this game as well, which should be interesting. Um, and you guys played well last weekend, and you had a win against a good Connecticut school. So I think I would expect both of these games to be pretty close. What do you think? Uh, I, I think so as well. And you love goaltenders from Finland. <laughs> Indeed, Rasmus Terranen was here, and uh, we're continuing that tradition. So should be two great hockey games. Looking forward to it. All right, thanks a lot, Rob. We certainly appreciate your time, as always. Uh, do a great job calling the games for Northeastern, and uh, best of luck to the Huskies the rest of the way as well. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. Thank you. Rob Rennick has been our guest, the voice of Northeastern hockey. John and I will be back with more right after this on the Intermission Report. This is Warrior Hockey.